This is a wrap for Match Day 5 of the English Premier League on Popsonity Podcast, where you get the best of sports information in vast, both present and past, from the best cast. I am your host, I'm not a ghost, and I'm back at my duty post to give you the best of my presentation toast. Bate Barina Yalo is my name. 900 seconds of your undivided undivided attention. That's all I ask, and I will get you updated with the latest, the biggest, and the best sports stories making the headlines in the world of sports. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back in a jiffy. Each time you hear that beat, you know that it's time to talk about the English Premier League. Arguably, some say it's the best or the man of the entertaining league among the top five leagues in Europe. On today's episode of this electrifying podcast, I will be reviewing the match day five of the English Premier League. And I promise it's going to be entertaining, interesting and fun as usual. I will not be doing this alone. Uba Chuku Oluchuku, a.k.a. the youngest senator, a man that is ranked in the sports sector, is... High like that of a police uh, inspector joins me all the way from Portaco, the river state capital in Nigeria. Olutuku is a young and energetic sport analyst and presenter who works with Family Love 97.7 FM, Portaco. Olutuku, welcome to Popsonity Podcast. Yeah, greetings to you, Bate. Uh, good to be on the show. This is very one, uh, very interesting. Manchester City. Uh, Chelsea, so many interesting topics to talk about, uh, and I'm very much, very much pleased to be your guest on the show this moment. Hello, Chuku. We are always happy to have you as our guests on this podcast. Let's quickly, let's go into the pick of the action. A lot of matches were defi- decided in match day five of the English Premier League, 10 matches in total. One match was played on Friday, six matches were decided on Saturday, and on Sunday, three matches were played. A total of 24 goals were scored with the statisticians recording an average of two goals per match. Three home wins occurred, five away wins were recorded, and two games ended in a draw. I will kick off the review from what happened at St. James Park on Friday, where Newcastle United play host to Leeds United. That game ended in a 1-1 draw. Rafinha put Steve Bruce's side ahead 13 minutes into the game, but Alliance sent Maximin equalized from Marcelo Biasa's men in the 44th minute. Ivan Tuni scored from the penalty spot in the 28 minutes after Fernando Marseille pulls him by the shirt in the 18-yard box to put Brentford ahead. Six minutes after, Brian Mbomo doubled the lead for Thomas Frank's men to ensure the Bees pocket all three points at Molonix. Turned by Saka. He's running at the Burnley defence here. He's got an option in Pepe. He's been unceremoniously tripped by Ashley Westwood. Looks like being the left foot of Martin Odegaard. And it is. And he sent it beyond Pope into the corner. Beautifully executed by the Norwegian. And Arsenal take the lead on the half-hour mark. Yes, Arsenal takes the lead on the half-hour one. After Mark, when Martin Odiga's free kick, when Martin Odiga's free kick was on Mikel Arteta's side, needed to beat Burnley one knee at Tuff Moor. 
That goal was Odiga's second Premier League goal since joining Arsenal permanently from Real Madrid in the summer. Let's now hear, let's now take the post-match thoughts of Mike Ateta, the Arsenal coach. A hard-fought win like it should be when we play Burnley away. Um, I think we started the game really well. We played some fantastic patches and you could see a lot of the things that, uh, that we won. I think we should have scored more. We had some open chances to score more. Then we lost control of the game a little bit. And it's going to happen. The way they play, they just need a long ball, a second ball, a throw-in. To start creating problems, to start to bring you down. We could not really uh, take the, our back for a little bit higher. We started to defend a little bit deeper. We started to give away regains very quickly. And it's important because we had acres of space to run and finish the action. But I must say, the spirit of the team, the commitment of every single player to block shots, to stop crosses, to defend the box, to track back, it was phenomenal. That was Mikel Ateta, the Arsenal coach. And Anfield's in disbelief. What can Costa Simicas come up with here for Liverpool? His delivery is normally so dangerous, and it is again. It is a goal for Liverpool. Sadio Mane's got his 100th for the club. And Sadio Mane breaks another Premier League record by scoring against the same opposition for the ninth game in a row. What have Liverpool got left in their special teams book today? It's Simikas. Oh, Van Dijk jumps. Salah! Goal! Mohamed Salah scores again for Liverpool. Mohamed Salah always scores for Liverpool. The first to react after the header by Virgil van Dijk and he simply was not to be denied by the goalkeeper. Shove to the goalkeepers who elects the fist. And Keita with a follow-up. Oh, your beauty. Have a little bit of that, Nabi Keita. Absolutely glorious volley. Keita elected to punch and didn't Nabi Keita make him pay? Liverpool continue in their fine form to the start of their Premier League campaign. Three goals from three African players, Sadio Mane of Senegal, Mohamed Salah of Egypt and Naibi Keita of Guinea. One goal each ensure Liverpool beat Crystal Palace training at Anfield. Let's now take the post-match reaction of Jurgen Klopp, the Liverpool coach. Yeah, we had to, huh? we had to. The, the, the opponent obviously forced us to do. Um, it was... Uh... The most hard for 3 nil I ever experienced, to be honest, I saw. Wow, proper fight. Uh, we did well. We, I didn't like the start too much, but it looked like you know, we need a few minutes to get again going. Um, but then we were, that was okay. And then um, we played some good stuff, liked it. Um, right side triangle was exceptional. So I liked all that, won it up, all fine, blah, blah. But, um, Crystal Palace never made it complicated, but in the second half, especially, they, they kept it quite simple. They chipped the ball behind our fullbacks. That, it's not a massive problem apart from you have to run a lot to defend these balls in the end. And um, so we had to work really hard. Um, first half, we had obviously more chances, clear cut chances. Second half, we were just really in the game and, and scored three goals from or around set pieces, which I love, to be honest. Um, and so, all good, um, apart from Thiago, obviously, who 
who felt his calves. So what I heard now inside, maybe not that serious, but we have to see. Um, so that would be great if we could get good news from that as well. Um, but the rest was brilliant. That was Liverpool coach Jurgen Klopp giving his post-match thoughts there. Southampton proved stubborn as they head defending champions Manchester City to a goalless draw at the Etihad Stadium. Now, Oluchuku, this is where I, I let, uh, let me come to you on this one concerning the um, Southampton the game between Southampton and uh, Manchester City. Now, you can recall that um, before this match, after the Champions League game. Um, that they won six knee at home. Pep Guardiola, the Manchester City coach, urged all Manchester City fans to come to the stadium and support them. Although before this game, Manchester City have scored 16 goals in the last three games at home. Were you shocked by this goalless draw results, Oluchiku? I think something most people will be shocked by considering the fact that they were a high-scoring team. I mean, they start to tell it all. 16 goals, 3 games, they're averaging about 5.3 goals per game. So it tells you that that team, they have a whole lot of goal scorers. Raheem Sterling, we had Mares, Bernardo Silva, Ilkay Gundogan. I mean, even Ederson Morales now strings assists. So it tells you that the team is very strong. But for Southampton, Iraf has some who to uh, bereft of a certain Danny Ings. His quality, of course, is being missed at Southampton, but they did try to keep Man City at bay. I think I was pretty much shocked. I was very surprised to say the least to see that uh, after Pep Guardiola actually uh, invited fans to come to the stadium to come and watch Manchester City play, claiming that City will be tired. It was quite unfortunate that indeed it ended the way it did, and uh, no shot on target. I mean, it just tells you that Southampton were very superior on that day and probably should have gotten much more. Than just a point. So yes, I was definitely shocked by that. Yeah, Oluchiku says he was definitely shocked by that goalless draw result. Now let's take a trip to Carroll Road, where Watford defeated Norwich City 3-1. Goal scored by Emmanuel Dennis and uh, Ismail Asa netted a breeze. Timo Puki scored Norwich consolation goal. Aston Villa overpowered Everton at Villa Park as the Smith men beat Rafael Benitez side training. Matikash Lucadini scored an own goal and uh, Leo Bailey were the goals scorers. Jamie Vardy's late goal turned out to be a mere consolation goal as goals from Nier Mopé and Denny Werbeck where was all Graham Potter's men needed to beat Brendan Rodgers' side 2-1 at the Palmer Stadium. Now let's take a trip to what happened between the Manchester United and um, West Ham. Manchester United bounced back from their Champions League defeat in the hands of young boys as an 89th-minute strike from Jesse Lingard ensure the Red Devils beat West Ham 2-1 at the London Stadium. The high point of that game was that die-minute penalty save by um, David De Gea, the uh, goalkeeper of um, Manchester United. Again to whip it in. 
Oh, good header, Thiago Silva! Chelsea ahead! Nodded in by the Brazilian, the perfect connection. Beautiful delivery from Alonso. And there's Thiago Silva to score his first goal of the season. And it is a big one. Looking to get on the end of the cross. Picked up by Azpilicueta, there's a long oh. for two. Cleared off the line by Eric Dyer. Well, that might well have been game, set and match. First give the ball away quickly. She's snapping in to win it back. Kante from range, deflected. Oh, off the post it is. A big slice of luck about that, but Chelsea will take it. Angolo Kante bought a ticket and he's ended up winning the raffle. Kante, back for Werner, could be three here, could save Lloris, there's Alonso, back for Kovacic. That's Piliqueta, maybe Werner this time, Lloris pours it away, Spurs can't get it away. Double digits for corners, Silver attacking that one out, that's Piliqueta. Here's Werner, loads of time to measure his cross here. Cut it back for Rudiger, that's the way to finish it. A goal made in Germany, and Tony Rudiger puts the cherry on top of the cake. Tottenham nil, Chelsea three, a famous win for the Blues at this stadium. And there is the final whistle, a statement victory on Derby Day for Chelsea, whose fabulous start to the season continues. Chelsea continue their perfect starts of the season as second half goals from Thiago Silva, Ngulo Kante and Anthony Rudiger was almost two goals men needed to beat Nudo Espirito's Nudo Espirito Santos side training at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, much to the delight of Chelsea coach. Saying that as a coach, your assessment of the first 45 minutes would be very different from the second 45 minutes. Yes, it was, and it is. You're absolutely right. Me personally, I was absolutely not happy with the first uh, 45 minutes. There were individual performances that were already great, like from Kepa. Thiago was already very, very good in first half. Um, uh, like even more players were like good, but in general we lacked intent, we lacked energy, and we lacked we lacked um, to be more relentless in in, in, in duels, to be more uh, to decide 50-50 balls for us. I had the feeling that we want to impress by pure skills, but a game like this in, in Premier League and the Derby and in Tottenham is not only about skillful play; it's also about ag aggression. It's about winning duels. It's about like performing better as a team, we lacked energy. We lacked, we lacked, yeah, we lacked simply, and 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 we spoke clearly about it at halftime. Second half was a very good performance and uh, a well-deserved win in the second half, and yeah, so it was a very good reaction. I'm absolutely happy with the performance in second half. That was um, Chelsea coach there, Thomas Tuchel, giving his thought, uh, post-match thoughts, saying he was happy with the game. Uh, perfect start by Thomas Tuko's side um, this season. He was he has won his first five games, scoring 12 goals in the process. We saw what he did last season by winning the Champions League. Now, Olu Tuku, can he win the Premier League this season?
talking about um, Thomas Tuchel and his Chelsea side. If you ask me, it's going to be very difficult because, yes, it's Thomas Tuchel. Yes, it's a Chelsea team, but we know that the only team to do that Real Madrid does not is then back to back to back. They did that thrice in a row. Can Thomas Tuchel do that? Definitely. Definitely. I will, I, I've been looking at his trajectory from Mine 05 to Borussia Dortmund to uh, Paris Saint-Germain down to Chelsea to PSG to their first ever Champions League final. That's the biggest feat that club has achieved. That's the biggest thing Champions League-wise that PSG have actually achieved upon all the money spilling cash of uh, Al-Khalifi. So it tells you that the man is a quality coach. And you have a certain Roman Abrahamovic ready to spill the cash. Last season, they won the Champions League without a proven striker. Now, they had the, the likes of uh, Olivier Jou, who was scoring once or twice. Uh, Timo Werner, who was always I mean, missing many chances. Uh, Tammy Abraham, where it was integral for them in uh, the group stages. But you could say when it came to the nitty-gritty of the action, he was uh, nowhere to be found. But they sacrificed... 97 million pounds and got the services of Romelu Lukaku and now you've seen his impact so far banging in the goals got one against Arsenal and an assist against Arsenal we saw him against uh, Liverpool not so effective but one on draw not bad uh, we saw him at the Champions League the first win Romelu Lukaku's goal so I mean definitely this Chelsea team have everything they have everything to retain the Champions League we saw them against Tottenham Hotspur not so good in the first half, but second half they came out like a house on fire and demolished Tottenham Hotspur. Three goals, not a, right there at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So you tell that, that 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 team do have quality. They have quality, big big time quality. It almost feels as if every game Chelsea go on the pitch of play, they are going to win. Thomas Tuchel, when he was made the coach of the side, said he was going to create a team that everybody was afraid of playing, and I think he's doing that. I am saying that any team Chelsea is playing currently will be scared. It sends shivers down the spines of opponents. Because you're coming up against a certain Chelsea side. They don't really need to play their first 11. I'm looking at the second 11. Kepa is a balaga for goodness sake kept against Tottenham Hotspur. Under Frank Lampard, on a normal basis, people will be scared. But we saw how confident this lad was. Saved the swiveling show from Harry Kane and gathered it very calmly. So it tells you that not just the man exuding quality, not just first team, but second team, he's carrying the whole team along. The whole team is pulling across. That's the most important thing. The temperature, the uh, the atmosphere is not bad. The atmosphere is cool. Unlike a certain Pep Guardiola at Manchester City, where you see players wanting to leave, uh, the likes of Leroy Sane, the likes of uh, Jaden Sancho, the left because they were not getting quality game time. Also, the I think Brahim Diaz at uh, Real Madrid. They all left because of inadequate playing time. But Thomas took out Olivier Giroud, took out Tammy Abraham, and he already has his team. He got Saul Miguel on loan from Tottenham Hotspur to pair up. You have Matteo Kovacic, you have uh, Joginho, you have Ngolo Kante. So the options are there. Plethora of options that he has for himself. Midfield, defense, attack. And yet, he has found a way to blend them just like the Azuri, the, interna- the Italian national team that we saw at the Euros. They are more like a family, different uh, different backgrounds, but when they come together to achieve one goal, so far, fantastic for me. Can he do it? Yes, he can. We who did 
that's something we have to keep watching and praying. Personally, Chelsea and Bayern Munchen, they are my favorites for the title this season. Anything less than that, I'll be very much surprised. Top notch analysis there by Oluchiku, my analyst. Um, here are the full result of match day five of the English Premier League Newcastle 1, Leeds United 1. Wolves 0, Brentford 2, Norwich 1, Watford 3, Manchester City new, Southampton new, Liverpool 3, Crystal Palace new, Burnley new, Arsenal 1, Aston Villa 3, Everton new, West Ham 1, Manchester United 2, Brighton 2, Leicester City 1, and Tottenham Hotspur new, Chelsea 3. Now here are the fixtures of match the 6 of the English Premier League. Chelsea will host Manchester City, wow, that's the biggest game of match day six. If you ask me, Manchester United will also play host to Aston Villa at Old Trafford. It's going to be Everton versus Norwich, Leeds United versus West Ham, Leicester City versus Burnley, Watford versus Newcastle, Brentford City versus Liverpool, Southampton versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, Arsenal will take on the um, will play host to Tottenham Hospital. Another big game there, Crystal Palace versus um. Brighton and Hove Habion. Um, Oluchuku, thank you so much for being part of this um, episode of Personality Podcast. I'm always happy having you as my guest. And uh, what's your parting shot to the listeners? My sincere uh, thanks to you, but uh, great to always be on your podcast. Not always, actually, but I mean, to feature on the podcast and i mean the 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 brand is building the scope is there i have to say a very big kudos to you the kind of quality that you have on your podcast is very very good and very very encouraging for other young journalists thank you so so much for having me and i will always 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 avail myself to this podcast as long as you know now thank you very much Bate. Yes, I know. I know what you're talking about, Alechiku. Thank you very much for honoring my invitation and be my guest on this episode. Well, this is where we draw the curtains on today's episode of Popcenter Podcast. I'm so happy you listened to the end. You can follow me on all social media platforms on Facebook, Bate, Barena Yalo, Twitter and Instagram at Popsonity. You can send me a DM via on, on WhatsApp via 0 7790 473 Stay out of trouble. Bye-bye.